All right, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Two Minutes Roughing. Today, uh, we have someone who's kind of been blowing up a little bit in the hockey scene on YouTube. Uh, he's been covering uh, important events so far uh, in the SPHL's history, and is someone that I'm super excited to have here on the show. Uh, of course, joined by Mark, but welcome, Koi Fish Sports, to the podcast. Uh, really excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I appreciate the invite. Yeah, welcome. Uh, Yes. So I want to start off by asking, okay, one, I think your influences are kind of clear. I picked up on a few things. You get, you have the implement, you have your urinating tree kind of style also, and just kind of that slap shoes also. Why then combine all those influences to make SPHL videos? You know, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned, you know, Emp Lemon and Slap Shoes because those are actually uh, some of my favorite YouTubers that really got me into this kind of uh, video content. But I, when I chose the SPHL, it's a really interesting subject because when you think of the South and sports, you don't think of ice hockey. You think of you think of football. And I just think, you know, it's a nice league. It's a pretty big league now. It's, it's grown a lot since I started mm-hmm. watching it. And I think more people need to draw their eyes to it and i think one way to do it is through content creation for little things like that i fully agree i'm not gonna I mean, lie i i once thought about doing urinate tree style videos with the sphl because there's a there's enough that i feel like i could do that yeah i mean there, there's plenty of big events but you, you your first one was about one of my favorite times as a fan as a person really was the Huntsville Birmingham Finals, the Battle for Van War for I-65, whatever you like to call it. That was an amazing video. That brought back memories for me uh, as someone who was a fan and was kind of still baby rando at the time, so it wasn't as big then. And then now you also have this Vermillion County video. So first off, let's talk about the, the War for I-65 video real quick. That, that was the first one. What was kind of the catalyst of like, okay, I need to create the first video of the SPHL. Why this finals uh, to start off? Uh, well, the thing that really, what, blah, blah, I am trying to wake up. Uh, so basically the, the reason why I chose that in particular was because it, it was honestly like one of the most interesting playoff series I've ever seen in, in not just minor league sports, but in sports period. Because, you know, when you think of, again, Alabama sports, you, you think of football. And as much as I love hockey, I can't deny that. So yeah. when you hear about the two hockey teams that just hate one another and then a fan base that also kind of hates one another, and then they get into it in a playoff, semi, in a playoff championship series, that, that, that's, just, that's just a really interesting, doesn't happen that very often event. So, right, and then yeah, I, I would also add here. I'm gonna add here real quick. Also, I mean, you 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 kind of layered this thematically perfectly because you talked about how Huntsville was preparing to overtake Birmingham. The, I mean, again, Huntsville and Birmingham, two cities that basically are the heart of the state if you look at economic wise and I guess cultural wise also. I mean, it, it was the, the, this series was more than just oh, it's hot. Yeah, there, there was a lot more that went into it because like I, I like to watch the Premier League and I've noticed like a bunch of fans like there's a bunch of culture that goes into just the just the cities. And I, mean, I think, well, Birmingham's a really big city. They have all every everybody knows Birmingham. 
like if I if I'm if I'm walking down the street of my university and I stop someone and I say, hey, name a random city in Alabama, they're probably going to say Birmingham. And maybe like one or two will say Huntsville. I feel like more people would say Montgomery, actually, than Huntsville. Montgomery, yeah, that's another good one, actually. And maybe a few Tuscaloosas in there. Yeah. But it's just like yeah. the, big, the big guys, the big city being taken on by the second place guys when it comes to population and culture. It felt like a war yeah. and, well, war on I-65. Yeah. And uh, suck at Birmingham. We're now number one. All right. Anyway. Uh, that one with Metro's bigger. Still. <laughs> yes. Um, so you have that video, an, an excellent video. You should go watch it. And you should watch also this next one. You go from, okay, we have this cool finals uh, from the SPHL about two years, well, not two years ago. Wow. Okay. Sorry, been four years. Wow. Um, to probably the SPHL's biggest mistake ever, which is Vermillion County. Oh, so, boy. What was the kickoff for saying, okay, my second video is the Vermilion Bo- County Bobcats? It was, uh, that it, it kind of happened by uh, sheer luck that it came across my desk. I, I was looking for video ideas because my, my, my major in school is TV and film. And there are times where I have to write scripts for quick shows for assignments. And one of the most difficult things was finding ideas. And so I'm looking and I remember, wait, whatever happened to that? If, did anything come up with that hockey team that folded? And then, like, I just fell down the rabbit hole of, oh, Vermillion County this. And I learned so much that, okay, this story needs to be retold in video form. Like, there are some other videos out there that do the same thing. But I thought, okay, I'm going to go into the history of this team, even though it's honestly kind of hard to discuss because of how awful this team was. But it, I think it was sheer luck that, it, this video just so happened to come across my mind, but I think the SPHL real community really helped. Yeah. So I want to get, let's go and talk about this a little bit. Um, I, I really understand. We're going to, we're going to talk about Ellen here because I understand why your video, but uh, we, we talked about everything uh, regard to the Bobcats. So I think we're pretty immune to any legal stuff, but um, so I guess let's we'll, we'll start off Mark. Um, I know, I know you kind of probably want to yell at him about including the Peoria stuff real quick in a bit, but let's talk mm. about the kind of the walkout. So <laughs> I'm going, to, I'll go and be honest here. I at least had 24 hours advance that this was happening. Mark, you're saying you had like a week, maybe. Yeah. Okay. So I, like, I'm not sure we're about talking that part. The Sunday or Monday before everything went down. So we're talking, like I said, almost a week. Um, I got my first rumblings of. Hey, shit might be going down. Um, I got an yeah. anonymous uh, source that has their own anonymous source. I trust both of them. Um, I've actually I have talked to both of them, but I'm keeping them anonymous for this portion. That things mm-hmm. were going down within the team, and uh, certain staff had already been let go, and players were were very much thing about uh revolting basically like they're like the rumblings were there the rumblings were there uh because during that uh the weekend before was an off week for them it was an off week for them yeah. and apparently like uh they it, it was a whole thing there was i think there was traveling involved that wasn't so good it was a, a shit show and yeah 
Um, come Sunday, Monday, I, I start hearing about this. And then for the rest of the week, the rest of the week, if I was awake, I was trying to get any information possible about what the heck was going on in Vermillion County. Because it felt like that game, that game against Quad City that is now lives in hockey infamy, something was going to go down. Something was going to go down. I yeah. didn't know what. But we were all kind of thinking this game isn't going to happen. But then it tried to happen. And then hilarity ensued. Yes. So. God, okay. I'm just thinking of everything that went down that week, actually, now. I'm just. Remember that yeah, weird like, video that popped up? Of supposedly the players like leaving their like moving out of their apartment. <gasps> You're right. I forgot about that. Oh my god. I had no idea that video existed. What the hell? Yeah, no. Because we never whole... talked about it. That we never talked. That never went public. Oh my god. This is the first time we talked about that publicly. We had security footage of the players leaving the apartments. We had that. Yeah, this is breaking news right here. I think, I, no, like, it was okay. It was oh another god. place online that had this, but they took it down. Yes. Ooh. Oh, I completely forgot about this. No, we I didn't. Because because I was like, literally, the players in the apartment on Friday. Yeah. So there was that. There was also, like, but that only escalated things because, like, okay, if they're not even there, who's going to play? They, we knew we knew this game was was fricked. It was screwed. It was screwed, yeah. and but then. The hockey TV stream started. <laughs> like, oh, okay, we're actually gonna do this, maybe. But there's a detail that you point out in your video. There was nothing on the Vermilion County side of the bench. Bench was a uh, very, very right. empty, very void of life. Yeah, I think I saw a tumbleweed. So I guess across that bench. Yeah, I guess the, the whole point of us kind of saying this is this was. This was about a week in advance. We knew something was up. Like that, yeah. that's how bad. At least, the, for how badly the team was mismanaged, the player walkout was very well managed. <laughs> uh, but I, I guess, I, I, I think it goes to show you like how bad ownership was. I mean, you you kind of reflected the, on this in the video, but Ellen absolutely basically screwed it up. And I'll be honest. Uh, with her qualifications and air quotes, uh, would you like to know what her, what what she did with those teams? A lot of photography, I believe, was part of it. Yeah. Yes, photographer, yeah. not in the front office, not a sales rep, not a um, not, not 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 even someone who maybe was like aware of how to run a hockey team. I'll be honest. I think if you put me in charge of the Vermillion County Bobcats instead of Ellen Tully, I would one hundred percent be a better owner. This is someone who is, who has just for years been a, a part of kind of the hockey inner circle and has not been a part of a front office. It's kind yeah, of like that's I, I am that confident. Point, in a way, like <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that's my comparison. I'm not sure, but yeah, tell the flight attendant to fly the plane. That's Ellen trying to operate the Bobcats. Yeah. Yes. I would, Dude, prefer, I would prefer the guy like me who has been sitting at the simulator for way too long to fly the plane. You know? <laughs> like, like, really, guy, it's okay. Here's the, the crazy part it wasn't always 
her at fault. I will still yeah. even say because sometimes yes. it was the arena. The arena's still yes, big. and this is one point I was gonna bring up. I, I wanted to say I'm kind of disappointed you didn't bring up the lawsuit because that was right there and that, that's all public. You could have thrown that in the video. Yeah, so there yeah, was so a I'll, huge I'll go grab you that lawsuit. Huge loss between Ellen and the arena. Like, like it was to a point that we we had pictures. Okay, so should we fucking just talk about this? Why? Why not? Uh, I'm asking Raymond because, like, I'm just like, "Mm, okay. We had pictures. I'm I'm literally pulling up the filing right now. I got it. Yeah, we had pictures of you know how they had the the cows on the ice, like you know that's how they get the logos and everything on there. Yeah, those are basically crumpled up. In the trash outside of Vermilion of the Palmer Arena. Jesus. Uh, we also had pictures of how horrible how they prepared the food um, outside on a grill with no real safety precautions. Yes, I have those pictures um, on my hard drive because I was handed to them um, <clears throat> by our toy. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> so we. It, so like I said, it wasn't just her, but. It was a culmination. Like that's another thing. The this wouldn't be possible if it wasn't also the arena fucking things up too. I'm gonna be real honest. Yes, this would not have actually been possible because I don't even think the Bobcats would have even existed. But that's a whole other right. Thing. Um, and then I I think that's just a I I feel like this this is where you might need to do a part two of the Bobcats video. The way the dashers went out was. Extremely shady, Mark. Yeah, I mean, I, I even as the Illinois resident, well, yeah, no, it was just hard to read. I was like, wait, that's it. They're, they're, it was kind of shady reading, and I'm like, that's it. And genuinely, that okay. alone, that alone would cause like, I know there's a number of people who did not go to Bowcast games just because they screwed over the Dashers. Yeah, they were screwed, and now. Yes. Now, also, I want to. I'm, I'm kind of just funny. We knew about the Bobcats in 2020, a whole year before they even existed, yeah. because they had one. They had a, the first meeting where Dasher Shanks were able to save the team before COVID hit, and they got an extra year. Mm-hmm. Because again, the, the arena management was so set on getting this SPHL team, mm-hmm. because again, they had to have this meeting. That was, that was public. I then, so this meeting was supposed to be in private. Mark, you remember this and you love it. I then actually forced this meeting to be public because of Illinois law. I was, mm-hmm. I, I basically kind of uh, was waving around the fact this meeting it had to be public. So I forced this meeting to go onto Facebook Live. <laughs> Facebook <laughs> Live wall places. <laughs> and we got to listen to all of it. And it's still, if you go to David S. Palmer Arena Management, you can go find that thing. It's uh, you're well. You're welcome, Dashers fans. I gave you the attempted extra season. You can thank me later. Mm-hmm. Uh, man. Yeah. Oh, by so the way, the lawsuit filing it's in the uh, it's in the private chat that where we're recording. If you want to open up that PDF, you can find the pictures there and everything. Uh, to save for future reference. Yeah. 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 But so needless to say, uh, the Bobcats. And here's the thing. Okay, so I have a we have a friend that actually did a little bit of photography towards the end of the Bobcat's life, like down there in Vermilion County. 
and they uh, they could attest to the fact that there was not 500 people a game there. There was not. <laughs> well, I, I put like a little thing but, there, like a little personal theory that I was like, oh, th- I, there's no way there's like 500 We're people. talking maybe 200, maybe they, 200. They just didn't want to say the real number because they would feel bad if they did. Oh, here's the thing. is a joke even then. Here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm going to even be honest here. There is every every pro hockey team, every pro hockey team fudges numbers uh, even a little bit. Yeah. I don't do. think Huntsville does. I think Huntsville's pretty straight shooting. No, every team. Every team does it. Every team does it. If you think your favorite team doesn't do it, they do. Trust me. So that's I'm I'm not going to fault Vermilion County on that front, but I think it's just hilarious when, because of how small their arena is and how small the amount of people they have actually in attendance is, we can literally look at photos and count how many people. We could literally look at photos and count how many people is actually in that building. Yeah, I remember watching the live video of the of the uh, of the no show, and I tried to count. How many people were because I was waiting for it to finish rendering. I was like, all right, let me see if I can still count. Okay, there's like five people there, mm-hmm. 10 over there in the corner. I think that's 15, and it doesn't look like 500 to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was hard to watch, honestly. And like a big part of that video, like as I was wanting to just you know to go to town on this team and just roast the living hell out of them. I did feel a little bit of, you know, like sympathy towards, you know, all five of their fans because I know what it's like to lose sports teams. Like, I mean, I'm from Missouri. I remember when the Rams left town. I remember. Dude, I'm not even a Rams fan. I was pissed. Yeah. Like, F you, Stan Kroenke, you piece of shit. Um, But I'm growing up in Huntsville. I mean, we lost Huntsville Stars. We lost two arena football teams. I know it's like to lose teams. It sucks. So like, I do and, feel a little bit of sympathy, but then again, like this this team was so piss poor managed. I mean, like I probably could have done better, and I'm yeah. not good at it. And like, yeah, and like it, I said, the yeah, arena is so much at fault here. Yeah. They are still so they do not want the dashes back, but I feel like the fans are going to force their freaking hand. Yeah, they're going to want something. Well, here's um, the thing. Here's and this thing, is where, I think, like, I, think... I understand how bad how bad arenas can also mess up a team. I've had very personal experience with this as of late, so. <laughs> oh, trust me, we're talking about that later. Uh, but, <laughs> I, I mean, when it comes to, like, the dashes returning, I think here, here's the issue. You have an arena management where some of the people who force out the dashes have been fired uh, yeah. famously and uh, publicly. So maybe that helps. But at the same time, do you really want to go back to the same arena that forced you out the first time for a team that failed basically on impact? That's the thing. Like, you have to wonder, like, I know, I, I mean, Mark, we, we you know, I'll go and say this publicly. There was a very real, very, very, very real chance that the Dashers were going to come back this season for the Fed. And yeah. and, and in the end, it, it didn't end up happening. But it it's like, off. It, it's just, but this thing, though, is it really worth it? I think that's the question. I think I, I hate saying this because I know these fans are loyal, but do you have to do like a, a maybe a bit of a deposit kind of thing to say, okay, just show that we're really back, you know, do season ticket deposits and show the arena just so you can say, okay, 
we are not, um, you know, we're not going to go away. That that's that, a that's a question. I something needs to get through to the Palmer because there's hungry hockey fans in Danville. There exactly. are, and they deserve to have their team, the Dashers, who have had a, and that name goes back to the freaking eighties. They deserve to have that team back. And I'm not sure what's going to be. I'm not sure what's going to be needed to get them back. But you know what? I think they'll find a way. I I honestly agree. I mean, there are there are definitely some fans in Danville who love hockey and would love to see a hockey team back. And there's there's understandably going to be some worry amongst the fans. Like, hey, we, they brought this team here and it failed so bad that if you mention the Bobcats in any form online, people are going to bring this up. So how do we know this is the real deal that you're not going to, you know, give us a piss poor team? So I think they have a lot on their hands right now with this. Yeah. And I hope, I hope it's the best for them because again, I know what it's like to lose a team, but I also don't really know what it's like to get a team back. So I hope they can get a team back. As long as it's not by yeah. Ellen. Yeah, that, that that that's just again that's the real question. It's like you know, how are you going to get a team back and get people to trust you? That that's the real question that I always ask myself. All right. So I mentioned, by the way, in our in, when I sent you an email asking you to come on podcast, I mentioned I have some potential topics for videos in the future. I gave, I already gave you one extra with the part two of the Bobcats because there's a lot more to the story. But um, one, Mark is going to love this one. You have to go back and look at last year with the Peoria Riverman nearly getting kicked out of the arena with the lease being not renewed. Uh, you had an entire city council yelling at arena management, and it was glorious. It was mm-hmm. government at its finest. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mark, you can talk about this part. <laughs> yeah, no, so here's the thing. So I was at these meetings. I even spoke in front of the council, and no, I spoke in front of the arena board regarding this. And this whole, like, you had... That place in City Hall, the City Hall meeting room, was filled. Was basically overfilled. I think they actually had to turn a few like people away. Jeez. Because of how filled it was. Uh the Pure Civic Center Authority Board. Um, over the last few here's the thing. There's only a recent thing. Over the last few years, their management has changed and what they are looking for has changed. They for the for decades, the Civic Center was a non like like they were they were forcefully a nonprofit or like they wouldn't uh try to go into the black all that much because they could get their money elsewhere, they'd still make money for the city, you know, they didn't have to worry about that. And that was a big reason why Pure Riverman have been I, I'm gonna be honest, that's a big reason why the Pure Riverman have been it impure for as long as they have. Yeah. Because it, um, but over the last few years, uh, management has changed and they have decided to try to be more for profit. And that means they want bigger shows, they want higher ticket shows. And I'm going to be honest, single A hockey does not bring that. Yeah, it really doesn't. And that's where they're just, they've, 
to say the Rubenmen have not had always had the greatest lease agreements would be an understatement. But it's just gotten worse and worse over the last few years. And this time around, because of how our ice plant is, we are a 40 plus year old team and we've never and we've only ever had one ice plant machine, which is insane. And as you can imagine, that thing has been it's it's not good. It's broken. It's broken. It it uses chemicals that are banned by the uh, EPA. Basically, yeah, it's oh boy, it's old. It's but it leaks. It's it's rough. And because of that, though, we need a new ice plant. We need a new ice plant. And Simshare was basically chose many different because recently, because of COVID, they got a huge bunch of grants from the state, and they sent out a list publicly. And the ice plant was like twentieth on the list, and they were only going to do like the top eight or some shit. Hmm. So needless to say, they did not care for the rivermen. Because about the ice plant, we I mean that ice plant was about to go, we were gonna be screwed. And people noticed that, and that's when uh things that that's when things started to get hostile. Because fans realized Great. Yeah, fans realized that the Civic Center was actively against the Rivermen. And yeah, and that's and after, and we're then we're talking a year basically of Council meetings, uh, Facebook uh, groups basically being formed to save the Rivermen. Literally, the head of this arena board went on our husband's radio show to, ber- like, not really de- to demonize okay, the let, let me, like, I, I, I'm going to try to jump on this because I'm someone who's a journalism major and I do also uh, sports radio uh, as part of my. Uh, extracurriculars uh, at Alabama. Um, what when that happened? That was the world's biggest ethical violation. You do not go mm-hmm. on your spouse's radio show to yell about fans. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. and only basically a government official again. Government official going on there yeah. again. Yeah, going on husband's radio show. That was so that was the, the worst ethics violation I've ever seen. The arena board is because te- the arena is technically city owned. It's technically city owned, so the arena board are technically city employees. Exactly, and that's and so when we're dealing with these council meetings. This is where the council actually has some pretty decent say because then the, and I like people watch of course online, but I was there in person watching the city council basically be like, "Why the hell is this happening in the first place?" Why the hell is this happening? Like, why wasn't this taken care of years ago? What the hell is wrong with the board? Like that, it was to that point. I and here's the best part. This is just a me thing on this. I was at this particular board. There was one particular board meeting that I was at that they were actually in attendance in the crowd. Like the board was in the crowd. The arena board head was standing right near me and all I did during while the council was basically berating the authority board was I just looked at her and smiled with the biggest sitting grin I could ever have (laughs) I yeah no this 
And so now we have a lease. There's supposedly a plan to get ice plant next summer because it does, because we couldn't do it this year because they already had events and that makes sense. You know, I'm not going to berate that. Like, no, like that makes sense. That's too short notice. Like we're talking like we got this confirmed in like what, March, April? Yeah. Something like that. So, I mean, that's why it's just like, okay, yeah, like that makes sense. So next summer we should be getting an ice plant. Should be. You can tell that yes. I'm so even, though it's, even though it's literally in like council stuff, you can tell that I'm not still the most confident. Yeah. I still worry that there's going that they're gonna try to do something to, to screw us over. So Yeah, so there there you go. There's a video about the, basically the city of Peoria versus an arena. Um my next topic, this is one as a Huntsville fan you might know about. The Jason Bryce headshot. Oh, my there God. Go. <laughs> I, I remember I just, Did I, I just activate a memory? Here's oh, the that? thing. Yeah, you activated a memory. You struck right on it. Um, I remember when that happened. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was sitting here, actually, and I think it was in the same room, too, but um, I, I heard that the game was going on, and I didn't suspect much of it. I was just, you know, ah, same old game. You know, we're winning. That's great. And then next thing you know, my phone just blows up. Ugh. And uh, I get a message like, "Are you watching the game?" I'm like, "Dude, I can't afford hockey TV. What do you think?" And he's like, "Dude, he's like, dude, one of the Ice Bears players just or whatever team he was on, I don't remember that much." Yeah, Ice Bears. Like, dude, Ice Bears. He was Ice Bears. All right. He's yeah. like, he's "Yeah." Always. One of the Ice Bears guys just took a shot at our bench, and I'm like, "Oh, oh, maybe it was an axe." I'm like, "No, that was not an axe. He pointed." And I thought, "Oh, yeah, hell, can we go five uh, so minutes?" Here's now? the thing. Yeah. So I was actually in the arena. I had probably the best shot of the entire thing. I was facing the Havoc bench. I was setting up, and I want to say three, let's see, I want to say three away in the VBC. I can, I'm, I can, this memory is so vivid because I remember it. I watched Jason Price because I was watching the puck. I do watch him do a spin. I'm, I have my eyes closed. I'm literally watching this in my memory. And then I see him look directly at Jason. Yeah, the other Jason, trainer Jason in the in the Havoc bench. Or at Jason, least somewhere in the Havoc bench. And he is going. It just I just all of a sudden see that one back and I just see it go. And the moment that happens, I just see every Huntsville player look at him. And I mean that thing we have a national news story, and I'm surprised it did not kill the SPHL, to be perfectly honest. Because that was assault. And he got away with so much. And he was allowed back after a mess that was him going to Pensacola. Basically a so, year and a half. He was out for a year yeah, and a half. It was, it was, a, yeah. it was a huge, huge deal. Because yeah. he once that happened, that was 46 uh, games. Uh, that was his 46 game played that season in 16, yeah. 17. He did not play at all mm-hmm. in 17, 18. And they played literally half the season with Pensacola in 2018, 19. Yeah. Which that and, was a big thing in itself because that was like, wait, you're allowing him back? Yeah, and uh, after half the ownership won him back, by the way. So that that was uh, that was a bit of a bit of a mess. Uh, and what what to add more, you know, to make it worse. I mean, the trainer that got hit, it, it took his hearing out of it that ear. Like, he can't hear yeah, out of that ear. Like, yeah. So uh, I now I'm gonna I might be correct on this. I know Jason has actually now he's unironically like all league uh, with all league wrestling. He's a trainer there now, but uh, um, 
Oh, free, free. But I want to say he maybe recovered a little. He recovered a little bit of the hearing. I, I have not oh, talked good. to him in a bit. So, yeah. And so it's just, it's kind of like one of the states where it's like you know that absolute that that was that was that was like assault, like not even like simple assault. That was like you should probably get a felony for that. And yeah. I don't know how they could let, let this guy kick back in the league. I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. And by the way, to the Nashville fans who'll be listening, I, I, I got to go on this rant real quick. To the Nashville yeah. fans who are listening, it was never an accident. That was 100% on purpose. You're defending a scumbag. Jason Price should be suspended for the league for life. He should not be back with the Ice Bears even until this day. I don't care. I don't. I do not accept his apology as a fan. You know, what? here's the thing. I'm go not ride. a. I'm not a Huntsville fan. I'm not a Huntsville fan, and I fully agree with Randall here. I remember because uh, in 2018-19, I was with uh, the Sinbin. I like that was my baby era because that was when I was first getting into everything, and when that news started to drop, everybody in that Sinbin chat was was beside themselves <laughs> with because of how stupid this was. The fact that they were allowing him back. And it didn't help that me and uh, Busley Hockey were very nice about telling everyone what really happened. See, I'm, and uh, that's a whole fun fact. That's actually how I, uh, because of how they handled that situation, though, that's how I began to not like Rando. Yeah. And now we're Yeah, well, welcome. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Um, that's a whole That's a whole thing. But I guess, like, I guess, I guess what well, I kind of interrupted you with my Jason Price rant, but I guess how do you view like him still being in the league even all this time after? Uh, I mean, I, I played hockey for eight seasons. It wasn't like anything major hockey, like you know five v five stuff like that, but or little league stuff like that. It wasn't anything major, but I was trained in ice hockey, and I remember like I, I remember getting hit by a puck for the first time. I got hit in the leg mm-hmm. in a weak spot where the padding was. Because the padding wasn't really good padding. And that hurt like a mother – like, that that hurt a lot. And when I, and that right. stuck – that sticks with me sometimes. So when I hear a story about, you know, this guy who's – and this wasn't like a little shot either. This was a cannon shot, like a slap shot. Yeah, that was a slap shot. Way, it hits the trainer in the ear. And, it, and, and let's just be real, like, that, that could kill someone. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to, you know, like be ex- over exaggerated or, you know, make it seem worse than it is that that can kill somebody. And the fact that he's back in the league after be like, oh, we're suspending him indefinitely, yada, yada, yada. And then they bring him back. Like, what the hell? You know, here's the crazy, here's the, something I have to wonder. Whenever Huntsville would play against, you know, the Jason Price teams, whatever that would be, whether that be Knoxville or Pensacola after that incident. And Jason Lopez was likely on that bench because he, like I said, this, as you said, Randy, yeah, he, he was just, all, he was on, he, he literally just left. Yeah. So you have to wonder what the hell was going through his, like Jason, like uh, Lop- Jason Lopez's mind, the Huntsville benches line, like how much of that is still in the air. How much of that was still in the air? How much of that affected how they might play? That's a traumatizing experience right there for that guy alone. Exactly. Yeah. And but knowing how and here's the thing, Huntsville, they there's a few teams in this league that like 
have almost like the same players almost every year still. Huntsville's yeah. one of those teams. Pure's one of those teams. With Huntsville, the um, amount of players that were still on that team from 2016 17, there were still quite a few. Yeah, they still have that core. Only like, yeah, some but of them. Now it's, it's starting to go away because I think Nukovic is going is now yeah. retired. Yeah, Pure and Huntsville are both going through like a big transition right now. Um, and with Huntsville, the but over the last few years, you know, it still has some of that core. I am so surprised, and if anything, I highly respect the amount of restraint, restraint, yeah, restraint that Huntsville players likely would have had to have especially given that the person that was affected was still right behind them on the bench because a lot of self-control honestly i almost yeah it's i'm not gonna say what i was gonna say say say. i'll say i'll (laughs) say this i was there when he returned with pensacola after the whole uh return from suspension incident um, and I'm still shocked he didn't get into a fight. I still would. I, I mean, I, I know the fans were absolutely giving him uh, pure hatred. I mean, I was one of them. You know, anytime he touched the puck, he oh yeah, played. me too. I'm sure there's footage I, of that game floating around. You know, but I, I, I from the many games I've been to, of course, people are gonna boo like, oh, we got scored on, or so and so happened. When that man's name got announced in the starting lineups the day he like his first time back at Huntsville since the incident. They were booing right. so loud, I actually couldn't hear the person next to me. So that yeah, that that's... is that, that. There's only one thing that reminds me of. That reminds me of John Tavares going back to Nassau Coliseum oh, after going to Toronto and leaving the Islanders. That's all that reminds me yeah. of. <laughs> oh, that that's always yeah. Fun. It was it's right. time to be alive, man. It was. All right, and then I got one more topic for you with the, for a video in the future. This is in the SP, but it's just as fun. Uh, I love the Fed. I, I'm, a, I'm a big Fed yeah. lover. Um, I've been growing the um, too. The Delaware Thunder. There you go. There's your video. The Delaware Thunder, that team. That that team is a mess in itself. Uh, I recommend looking at social media, especially Ronnie Ta- Taylor. Hey, Ronnie, how you doing, buddy? I know you still listen. Try and report on us. Uh, so uh, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Uh Charles Penn Sr., not Junior. Junior's really cool. Look at Charles Penn Sr. Uh, and then kind of just – and uh, what's, uh, what's Penn Sr.'s girlfriend name? Uh, I forget. Mark, I forget. I, look, I'm kind of I don't remember at this point. Yeah. Um, but that that team, it, it, they, the ownership, it is absolutely hilarious. Uh, they – Mark, can we say the, um, the whole potential crime story that happened? Uh, about a player, or do you want to save that for the future? I'm going to save that. All right, never mind. Forget I said that. Um, but I mean, if you're if you are looking for the Vermilion County Bobcats, but they were somehow a little more successful, Delaware Thunder. There you go. That 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 uh, that's a trip. So Delaware Thunder. Huh? Uh, yes. And they played in the arena I- with less than one thousand people. Mm-hmm. Level, oh, yeah, less than a thousand capacity, and here's, I and here's the thing, Clifus, the the Fed is all on YouTube. Genuinely, just check it out. There's no money you have to pay. Just check it out. 
I'll have to take a look at that because I, I know a lot about the SPHL, but I, I don't really know much about the Fed. I know they me. exist. That was me going into one, the last couple of years. That was me going into the last couple of years. But especially this past season, I learned a lot. Um, Like, I always had, like, a little bit of, like, an eye at the Fed. Like, okay, what's going on here? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. But this year I got really into it. Like, I was doing a lot of, like, the every, like game day recaps and stuff. So I literally had tabs of each game that was going on that night. Yeah. But, I mean, again, it helps that the the Fed is completely free to watch. Yeah. But something else that's right – I mean, they're they're having their whole Southern expansion right now. I mean, the league is literally in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They're in Biloxi. They're there in Columbus. They're taking over old SPHL strongholds. And and, and again, I've I've talked about this recently. I think there's a chance they start to overtake the SP very soon. And I just, yeah. In they're they're a league that's very much on the rise, and they're either going to have the world's greatest downfall, which I personally, the way I'm looking at things, I do not expect to happen. I expect more of a rise, and I they're probably going to be the peak of seeing like hockey that we've seen in a long time. So check them out. It's uh, there there's some fun teams and fun stories, but you you have to there's some videos there that you'll love. I'll have to check them out. Really interesting thing to talk about. The biggest thing with the Fed is that they are very much a three steps forward, two steps back kind of league. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, they, that's one of the issues. Yeah, they they do so much, and then there's like, oh, then there's this. Oh, geez, no, oh, what about the? Oh God, okay, nope. Um, and that's that's the Fed. <laughs> that's the Fed. That's the Fed for you. Uh, yeah. You know, I, uh, all I, right. So no, before we go, there's something I wanted to discuss with him about another video topic. This is I, I another question. question. Because this, I noticed you like to really poke fun with the Rivermen during your videos. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I had a feeling this was coming. Um, uh, but you in know, my, the last thing you mentioned with the Hunts, the Huntsville really thing was uh, Puri versus Roanoke. Yeah. Mm. Let's see how that ended the next season. You know, let's see how that and how that all played out eventually. Exactly. You you guys got the best revenge. <laughs> I, I would love, you know, genuinely, I would love to see a video talking about the fucking struggle. Like we were top team for years and years and years, never got past the hump. Then we got hit with COVID. There was actually a point where the Civic Center closed down permanently during COVID. Um, that was when I actually went on Rando's podcast. And talked about that because there was a point in November 2020 where the Civic Center was almost closed in depth, like forever, because of how rough COVID was. Um, and the <laughs> coming back from COVID, um, after people had to take pay cuts or not get paid at all, like on the Riverman staff, and that's how they eventually won a cup. That to me is a story right there. I will. I, I I'd be lying if I said that I, I haven't thought of that for a minute because I, I have a, a friend of mine who uh, used to go out with the uh, well now former um, voice of the Rivermen. Oh, so I in fact I'm oh. sure you guys heard the, uh, the meme account the SBHL roasts on Instagram. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how he does that shit. I like I'm sensitive, so I mean, like, if I post something like that and I get like one hate comment, I'll just shut down for the day. I'm like, leave me alone. But no, he he's like, <laughs> fuck you, fuck everybody, <laughs> making fun of everyone. But uh, 
I, I love shout this out man for posting it. But I remember, like, oh my god, like <laughs> they were calling it like it's okay if I say his name, right? Yeah, yeah, like, go ahead. You won't breathe me down. Um, the Kubiak curse or something like that. I think Brad Kubiak. Oh my god, I love Brad. <laughs> like when I was working with Simbin, he was the one who was uh doing the play by play at that time. And I love Brad, he was great. Yeah, like he yeah. I, I remember like I, I spoke with the person that he used to go out with, and he she had nothing but good things to say about the guy. And I was like, oh, he seems like a pretty chill person. And then like, okay, well, the relationship ended, so well, here come the bad things. So I'm like, okay, like how's this going on over at the meme account side? And turns out there's like a whole post just like going to town on this guy. And I thought, you know, I'm going to log off of Instagram for today. Oh, geez. <laughs> it was bad. I think they, yeah. I, I, if you, if you ask the, the meme account guy, he, 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 he might go into more detail about it. But when I was writing up videos, I have like three scripts on standby right now to just to record. But since my mic quality is the, is the the pure is the oh, i can't speak since my mic quality is pretty much the equivalent of the bobcats i'm waiting uh, to get a new uh mic hey i really disagree i, I think it's pretty good i won't lie no you actually sound pretty good on iron yeah oh yeah. sweet all right maybe, maybe i'll have to look into that um but, uh, yeah, yeah no, like that you it, it needs to say pain pain <laughs> pain <laughs> pain suffering sadness that yeah. it felt like you know how badly okay remember early when i was talking about like i really want to do like your teenage style contact with the lower pros i was before that fucking season i really wish i was i i actually really thought about doing a legacy of failure but that's oh i was I thought going about, to do I thought about the bulls but then i thought no. just wait just wait They've been they've been to the championship again. So here's the hey, thing: and, and, the Bulls are slowly turning. And you waited and the Bulls are slowly <laughs> turning to the new Rivermen. They're they they might honestly, and because now that's twice that they've lost the finals. That's twice now they've lost in the finals. I will admit, um, because I I don't want to hold things back. I want to be transparent. Whenever I, I was doing the the I sixty five video, I had multiple opportunities where I could have just made fun of the Bulls for something like the the stupidest shit. Like, oh, for their sure. arena doesn't go completely around, or this is their third time. Oh, I wonder how long this will last. You know, whatever. They play in Pelham. To... Yeah, they play in Pelham, not Birmingham. But uh, yeah, you, you did miss that. But uh, I I went out with a girl who was a Bulls fan, and you know, me being a Havoc fan, that's like some Romeo and Juliet type shit, except for uh, oh. not dying. <laughs> so I mean. I, but she ended up becoming pretty manipulative and just downright abusive. I'm not going to get into that now. Because I'm, not, I'm not taking Sorry. chances. So, oh, no, please. It's actually kind of funny. But uh, I had every opportunity to just dunk on this team and have it be justified by, like, 90% of the SPHL community. But I thought, you know what? Just be the bigger guy here. You'll, See, you'll that's where I – would not be the bigger guy. When I'm talking about urinating <laughs> tree style contact, because Randall knows I could get like this, I will absolutely yeah. go ham. I'm gonna go angry, angry Mark. Angry Mark. I when I get angry, that's another thing. That's another reason why I wanted to do that style of video. Because even on the Riverman, because I had so much I wanted to say. Oh, especially going into that season, I was going through so much pain. Like we were like suffering. So, needless to say, <laughs> and and actually, you know, with Pure Roanoke, that's an oddly like become a 
decent fucking rivalry. Yeah, I actually got a, a, yeah. a message passed from the S- from SBHL Row saying, "Hey, this guy has a video idea for you. Why don't you think about it?" And it's a guy recommending the the Roanoke and Peoria rivalry, and then it's, it started. I remember um, during actually that year that we ended up playing each other in the finals. Back in like March of that year, they uh, Roanoke came to Peoria for a few games, and holy bajeebus, it, it even put most of the Peoria versus Quad City games to shame. With how violent it was, Jesus, it was ridiculous. <laughs> well, I had, when I was doing reports on the Bulls fighting or the Bulls and Havoc fighting, I was like, okay, maybe it's not as bad as it was. And then I heard like there's that Havoc fan with cancer or something like that. I, I think his name is Jacob. Oh. Shout out to Jacob! What an absolute legendary yes. kid. Yeah, and some Bulls fan was like making fun of him for it. I was like, come on. Oh, oh God, you, you just activated a memory. Oh, my God, now I remember that. Oh, that was um, – I'll just say I, I be, if I believe the story that uh, a, a certain face met a concrete uh, in a parking lot after that. So that's all I'll oh, say. Oh, man. Um, yeah. You know, and, you know, here's the thing. I don't, there's a reason – also another reason why I didn't make that video, though, because Peoria fans – like, I'm going to be honest. Pure fans are the punching bag of the SPHL fandom. Oh yeah, I agree. They are like it's stupid. Actually, it's to a stupid degree. Like we, like why we don't. The only reason that we like okay, do I, Mark, back I'm gonna, is it's, it's, I'll be I'm gonna be a straight shooter here. No, I'll be a straight shooter. Peoria fans, you have your Wade Lovins, who absolutely will never shut up about how great the Peoria Rivermen are, and then when they lose consistently in the finals for years. And then finally they manage to win a cup and they get even worse. No, you are the punching bag of the league. Yeah, but here's the thing. The only reason that we even get like that is because of other SBHL fans. That's the only reason. Only reason. No, it's because of the way love watched, That's exactly what it no, is. Here's the thing. I've, I've watched the transition. I've watched the transition. And here's the thing. I'm not even going to say – I'm not going to give my opinion on Wade. But, but there's other SP, Riverman fans – that don't do that that much. I and mean, like, yeah, we make posts every once in a while. We trash talk, but here's the here's the biggest difference. When we trash talk, even though if we get, how about this? A Huntsville fan can say something, and and eventually the Pure fan can say the same thing. And guess which one is going to get fucking belittled and berated for it? It's the Pure fan. Probably the River. No. And that's that's the part that I hate because I've seen that happen way too many times in these groups where the Peoria fan is the one that cool. gets fucking rammed for just basic trash talking, like which everybody does. Everybody does in these groups. It's like, like that's the shit that pisses me off. I'm gonna be honest. Like, I, mean, I I kind of feel the same way whenever like like I I'm I, you know I'm in. Missouri, of course, like the Cardinals are a big team and we're the Cardinals are used to doing pretty good. But of course, this year, you know, they're really not. And now <laughs> they're an easy shot. You know, no, they, yeah, that's the thing. Like, like I'm a Cubs fan, so I'm I'm gladly taking advantage of this. Um <laughs> since I'm in a good mood today, I'll just I'll hold it. Uh but actually no, uh, it's actually funny that you were talking about like like a Huntsville and Birmingham fan dating. Imagine here. Imagine yeah, here in Peoria where you'll have this is basically like a DMZ zone. Yeah. This is like North and South Korea's stuff. <laughs> where Peoria's in this middle area where they both exist. 
And the amount of people that I've known that actually have dated each other, that like, and even marry, that are like, one's a Cub fan, one's a Cardinal fan, or one's a Bears fan, one's a Packer fan. It's mm. actually insane, especially in this area. Really uh, inspirational stories, honestly. Uh, yes. Inspirational stories or future murder mm. plots. Either or. <laughs> it, it basically, if, if that story ends up on the Oxygen channel, just move along. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, what happened to that, that um, Bears fan you dated? Uh, let's talk about something else. Okay. Uh, um, so I have to ask, what's next? What what uh, like you have to have something that you're preparing for. I, I know even with school coming around, there's there's got to be something you you want to make. Yeah, um, and I appreciate you asking that. Um, like I, I kind of mentioned a, a small hint at this, but I have the way I plan my stuff and my projects. It's I put it in a lineup or a queue, and it's like okay, work on this video next, work on this video next, and so on. I was debating for about like the past three days, like if I want to make the UAH video where they revive the team and now they're just in limbo. Oh, please. Yeah. No, that I will hurt my heart. Please. No. <laughs> or I talk about the Albany empire, which is that arena football team. That yeah. Just yeah. Sank. yeah oh. do that. That's fun. Oh, That's fun. Do that. Here's the thing. I, I feel a little bad for Albany, but at the same time, I hate the market. <laughs> I, I know. I actually hate it as a hockey market. I hate it. I, I, I've never really heard hockey in Albany all that much. Oh, it, for a while, it was actually pretty big for, for a little bit. Like the Albany River Rats, they won a Calder Cup even. Like I think I've heard that team before. Like maybe yeah, because uh, that was the year that when they won the Calder Cup. That was also the year the Devils won the Stanley Cup in the nineties. Oh yeah, so it was a, one of the rare times of like both the NHL and AHL team won the respective championships. Yeah, that's really interesting, actually. Um, and one more thing I'm trying to do, I'm in the process of writing a script. I, I, I grew up in the South. I'm obviously really big into motorsports. So I was going to try to talk like about NASCAR or something like that, at least once. But it, that's Ooh. basically uh, in limbo too, because it was originally going to be about how Noah Gregson's season is just God awful. And I wrote the script and <laughs> did research and everything. And then I thought, you know what, that, this actually doesn't sound right. Let's come back to it later. And then I'm like, okay, sponsorships. Any funny sponsorship stories? I'm like, yeah, but they're like three to four to five videos on this topic. So I'm kind of late to the party. Yeah. And I was like, okay, but what about uh, what the hell's going on with Formula One right now? Like the same guys winning over and over again. And then we have like in IndyCar, we've had like how many unique winners compared to the two in F1? I'm like, yeah, but I don't feel like getting death threats from Europeans today. So <laughs> I'm going to wait on that one. But yeah, I'm, I'm really excited <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna be honest. If you want con like hockey content, like like we were saying earlier, the Fed, the Fed, the Fed has the Fed's been around for Formal. a decade. Okay, oh. if you want to talk about a team that literally existed because of a car accident settlement, the Cornwall Federals. What? There you go. Yeah. The um, no, the yeah, it, like there's a whole, especially like early Fed. Oh my god, early Fed was a thing. Um, you yes, had the team. Uh, that so I did an again, article on. You have the, the team that played in Williamsport on the baseball field. Yes. On the baseball field. Yes. Right. Jesus. They played outdoor for – they played all their home games outdoor, and then they decided they didn't want to go on the road. Yep. What the hell is this league? I got to look into this, honestly. Yes. No, <laughs> no, okay, early Fed was an absolute joke. New Fed is an absolute beast. That's all I'll say. No, no, no. The Fed – no, New Fed is better. 
But let me tell you, sometimes that stems from the past comes back with a vengeance. Sometimes it still does. I disagree. I mean, I mean Damery was, was kind of a limbo joke, but... No, here's, here's another one. And he is from this past season. I'm going to absolutely make fun of this team. I'm going to absolutely make fun of this team. The Elmira Mammoth. How that team was basically okay, only yes, born... And then I, got another, I got another Elmira one. I got another Elmira one. You, let's see oh, yeah, the Elmira no, Enforcers, uh, where the daughter of the team owner... Uh, drew a very sexualized version of her father as the team logo. Look what? It up, the Elmero Forces, that's literally the owner. Look it up. Literally look it up right now and tell me that it's not a sexualized it. version of the team owner. No, no. It's What's a, the name? Uh, then he committed assault on ice on a referee. Then he mm-hmm. tried to fight multiple people. And then he also, I think, Mark, wasn't he a coach for a game or was he just I think maybe a player. It's something weird. Like there was something weird. I think he did play though. I think he did. Like, okay, yeah. yeah the so Elmira the Elmira market is like a video itself. Because yeah, the enforcers and then how they lost the team, how they lost the team too was something. Yeah, because the city at the county absolutely played games twice with uh the two Fed teams. Yeah. So also, yeah. yeah, he did play a game. He did play a game and got a penalty. Yep, that's why I remember. Um, the yeah. So and then last year we had the mammoth who literally were only born so that way the supposed owner who I'm going to be real honest had not did not have a very good reputation of being a hockey team owner, given other franchises he has owned. I uh, believe like the Rochester Americans were that one, and they were horrible during that time. Or was it Syracuse? It was Rochester or Syracuse. Um, and he literally only brought in the hockey team, so that way he could try to start a professional box across league. And that, and when that faltered completely, uh, need to say he didn't have the money, and yeah. That, that's that's honestly insane. I thought the Fed was like you know pretty much like a sister league, but then I no. the stuff you're telling me, I'm like in terms yes, but in others no. Oh, the Fed a lot of times at this point is more like a rival to the SPHL, but the Fed also has a lot more skeletons that like to creep out of the closet. Oh uh, yeah, like it, they gotta hide some things, okay, and including I mean, some you, skeletons uh, that uh, enjoy uh, very inappropriate things and are very racist that just happen to leave a certain new market. That's all I'll say. And, uh, or how the league has changed names uh, because of insurance issues, and literally had to do it to avoid federal stuff. This is wild. Hmm. I, I, I'll have to look into a video about the Fed. But I, it also seems like a rabbit uh, hole kind of video where once I start reading about it, I won't be able to stop. Oh, yeah. That's basically. Yeah, no, you, you're going to have a Fed series. That was me <laughs> like over the last couple of years. That was me over the last couple of years learning more and more about this freaking league. But here's the crazy part. And I've, told, and I've said this before on the podcast. Even though I am a pure Riverman SPHL fan, the league that I like watching more is the Fed. The Fed, when they when they are on, they are better. And, and I'm going to say that in terms of fan bases too. I'm going to point that out. Carolina, Columbus, Danbury. Carolina fans, uh, not fun, by the way. 
those three fan bases I love. Those three fan bases I love because they are rowdy, they are loud, they are in your face, and they are afraid to show how much they love their team. Those three teams alone, I'm going to be honest, Rando, are better than even Huntsville. That's very fair. I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. Though, all three of those are better than Huntsville even because they – Danbury has a section, 102, I believe. 102. Yep, 102. That section is infamous, absolutely infamous of how – uh, to the point where, Personal like, like yelling, yelling extremely offensive things at normal games is like normal there, and it's like okay, they, haha, they get very funny. personal. They get personal. It's honestly <laughs> oh, impressive, scary, and impressive how personal they can get, and funny. It's, it's somehow very funny. Like, I, like when, when you said you're yeah. yelling incredibly offensive things towards opposing fans, that brought back a memory. Not, nothing right. Just nothing right. Like. I'm talking they, about like they, uh, they have a line personal insults. But, yeah, like they. <laughs> and, uh, there was one this year that I think like really set almost set somebody off. Like what was it? Like the yeah. Well, I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh my god, I'm trying to remember. It was, wasn't it Elmira? I want to say, or was it Carolina? I mean, oh, oh, Mark, he could do a whole video about game about game four of the Fed Finals and that. Ending. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, I'll add that to the list. Hang on. Okay. Yeah. So basically, just to give you a quick summary, and I'll let you look at more because, like, so there was a clock malfunction, nearly caused overtime. Uh, Carolina would end up getting reverse swept uh, in the end, uh, but in game four, very important game, it caused. The Carolina broadcaster to freak out. Carolina, then, then I'm not joking. The Carolina head coach ran a rumor that they were going to redo game four uh, and have overtime. That was a complete lie. Sorry, Garrett, but it was. Um, and then um, uh, it ended up causing like so many conspiracy theories. Uh, yeah, so no, it, there you go. Yeah, basically, yeah. It, it was the most fed finish to a, fi- to a final that has ever fed. What year yeah. was that? This year. This year. This, this past year. year. It was this year's finals. This is what I mean. Oh, hell. I mean. That's nuts. All right. Yeah. This, this is what I mean. Where the Fed, even though they're getting better, they are a three steps forward, two steps back kind of league because they keep making these progress. It's like, oh, they're expanding here. They're doing this. Oh, they're, that's great. And then and they, they, like they, the they outdo the SP and like the, the officiating. They have four-man crews compared to the SP. Well, the SPHL officials are god awful. Like, oh, like Fed. Yeah. Okay, the Fed is, isn't any better. They just have a four man group. I remember yeah, like, during the Bulls game, the refs broke a league rule where you can't call a penalty on a replay, and people were outraged. Now, yeah, but actually, another thing the the Fed doesn't even use like USA Hockey officials, correct? Yeah, they they just get independent guys. Yeah. They're certified. So that's another, like, that's being told you know, they're, they're hockey guys. The Fed just gets whoever they, they can. Which now, let's be fair, USA Hockey is not exactly great. Uh, they, do, they do not have a well-known uh, referee uh, system. Yeah, they, so, they yeah, really do. Like with, the with the Fed, though, there ends up being a bit of a sense of potential homerism. 
which I disagree. I, yeah. I think I mean we'll, we'll, we we've talked to officials from there. We know a couple. I, I think they're very fair. I, I, I there's been very few very few places where I said okay that that's a really big screw up. You know, <laughs> I get the like oh god like this this year the last it's funny even po oh 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 you do you want to piss off Matt Rando? <laughs> with what the, with what hang on put it, put it in the chat put it in the buzz, chat buzz I'll see buzz, buzz 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 oh okay yeah the battle creek rumblebees the team that literally existed just to make the t- the league even and was the biggest joke of all time and won one game and you want to know which season. game they won in a season okay so yeah the one they game won, that they won this was a guaranteed night against tomorrow horses I think I saw it. I, think I remember seeing like a breaking news thing yeah. and they won. Yeah. 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 So it won guaranteed so, win night in Elmira. So our buddy, uh, so our boss actually, Matt, he was a part of that team. He was like part of like some sort of scouting, I think. Was it like I think it was <laughs> yeah, part of like, the um, scouting thing? That kind of that kind of caused us to have some uh differences for a while before we kind of came back and we're really good friends today. Yeah. But, you know, so yeah. was I'm gonna be honest. They were Vermilion County before Vermilion County. How about this? At least Vermilion County made yes. it to see a second season. Yeah. Battle Creek technically didn't even finish uh, the season because COVID happened. Yeah. yeah, I think they were one of the victims of COVID shut and the shutdown. Yeah, they, they weren't gonna come back. The ten. I mean, was they were shut down at the end of the season, no matter what. So. Yeah, it was. That's why I don't consider them like a COVID casualty because they were they were dead anyway. They, they were gonna go down regardless. There's only one team uh, that I actually would consider a COVID casualty, and that's Brampton in the ECHL. Yeah, that's no, mentor. 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 No, Mentor, Mark. I think, was going to be – I think they were going to be screwed, too. I think they were nah, going to be – they're the Fed COVID casualty, if you ask me. But um, the – yeah, so, like I said, you are seeing, like – and this is just the tip of the iceberg with the Fed. <laughs> this is just the tip yeah. of the iceberg with the Fed because there's so much shit. Like that's why, yeah. genuinely, that's a big part that's of the like reason a year why. Year worth of videos, right there. The Fed itself is like that's why I watch the games because actually sometimes the offense, like there's no defense in this in this league. Like the SBHL, yeah. there's defense. The Fed, there's none. The yeah, Fed defense is almost non-existent for the most part, and because of that though. The play, like the offense, is actually I would arguably say more fun to watch because of that. Now, of course, I know it's only because the defense is so much poorer than the SPHL that that happens. But then you have goaltenders like uh, Trevor Martin on Delaware, who he he can play out of his mind. He can play out of his mind, but he'll always lose because the defense and team in front of him is absolutely horrid. And he, he, even though mm-hmm. he'll play absolutely out of his mind, he'll still allow like six goals a game. Yikes. Trevor Martin, I feel so bad. Like, he's one goal there that I actually want on Peoria. He's that good. Like, I want him on Peoria because he he is that good of a goaltender. Kind of gives but, me Shohei Otani vibes. Like, hey, Shohei Otani broke a record, and the Angels lose 8-4. to four. <laughs> Basically, that, that's a lot of goaltenders in the Fed. That is actually a lot of goaltenders in the Fed. A huge right. shout out to Federal Prospects cool. Hockey League goaltenders out there who may be listening to this. You're in our oh, hearts. There's, a, yeah. there's actually probably a couple, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the the Fed. 
I that's the biggest thing I can say. Like the Fed is fun, but holy crap, does it give me a headache sometimes? <laughs> it, it's great, but yeah. it also uh, holds you down sometimes. <sighs> yeah, there's a there's a pending story out of one market for the Fed that when it finally breaks and when everything is finally out there, there's there's your true video. I'll say that. Wait, I'll have to keep my eyes uh, open for wait, that. I'm actually trying to remember what that is. And um, yeah, 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 now you know, yeah, yeah, but uh-huh. um, so well, koi fish, I want to say thank you for coming on the podcast. Where can people go find these videos? Because these are top quality videos. Go watch these videos, go subscribe to koi fish sports, and I'm excited to see what's next because I feel like we might have given you a treasure trove back accident of content. Uh, so, <laughs> thank you guys uh, so much for having me. Where can people find you? But, yeah. Um, th- again, thank you so much for having me. I was really honored to read that email. It made me jump out of my seat, actually. Um, you can find me on <laughs> uh, my YouTube channel, just Koi Fish Sports. Uh, that's, that's pretty much where I hang out. I do have a Twitter, however, I think it's pretty much, you know, kind of like the Bobcats, dead. But, oh, like mine. <laughs> Yeah, or X, whatever they call it now. Uh, I refuse yeah. to call it that. I refuse. I, I don't like calling it that. It's a stupid name. Anytime I Google X, a movie comes up. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to call it Twitter. But, uh, yeah, I'm on that too under Koi Fish Sports. Um, yeah, just YouTube and Twitter. That's pretty much it. Just that's all I got. Uh, all right. Yeah, no, um, this, is, this is actually yeah, really fun. It, this, this is a fun podcast to just because, you see, a yeah. lot of times in podcasts, with ours like we're very this we're very structured News. i like this one yeah. because I, i'm gonna be honest i kind of wouldn't mind to actually have a little less structure this season that's something i actually wanted to talk to you about rando i oh. we should be a bit more fr- like a little bit freer with like how we do things because i felt like, mm. like uh, we'll talk more later but like yeah this was so fun this was so fun freaking fun yeah. the reminisce would be like yeah remember when this happened and, and koi fish over here just like oh my god what you what are going to take this information and stuff it in your brain there you go you basically this useless information uh, moment you said jason price i'm like oh here we go yeah uh, and yeah he's still playing i'm very more sucked that he's even still playing because he's old does he still play yes he signed with Knoxville this year for the love of God. He, I, it's honestly, in a way, it's kind of impressive given his freaking age. I'll give credit where yeah. it's due. I mean, like one of my favorite soccer goal goalkeepers, Ben Foster, who plays for Rex and like announced his retirement this morning. And he's 40. Jesus. And I'm like, how is he doing this? But then he's like, oh, I, I retired because like I'm not as good as I used to be. I'm like, okay, that's fair. Jason, your turn. I'm kidding. Yeah. No, actually, I'm the kidding. worst part is Jason no, please, Price is still please actually not Please. The problem, the problem with Jason Price is that he's still actually decent. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's the problem. That's the literally because you came. He is thirty-eight years old. He's going to be thirty. Not he's going to turn thirty-nine during the season. Jesus, it's, it's <laughs> actually annoying. Actually, I knew he was old. I didn't know he was that old. Yeah, no, he because he's been in the league. He's been playing pro hockey since oh six oh seven. Oh wow. So, I mean, yeah, he's, yeah. That's insane. Uh, so, yeah. 
so yeah, this is very fun to have you on. And honestly, I wouldn't mind to actually have you back on again. I'd love to. <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, well, we will. If I guess we'll we'll have the the okay. I need information for this video. Here we go. You know. Yep. And we'll get to talk about all the drama behind it. <laughs> Uh, I'll be sure to get some uh, popcorn next time because that was wild. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay. <clears throat> so that'll be it, guys. Uh, you can find me uh, on X slash Twitter at NotMLR for the time. Uh, I would like to thank Universal Music Group for my current exodus from my regular Twitter account. Thank you guys for all you do and enforcing your copyright on me. Uh, Mark, where can people find you? <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter. At the prospect at Prospector Hockey, that's Prospector H C K Y. And he means X. But have a good night, everyone. I, Thank you, Koi Fish, for once again coming on, and we'll.